with the All People's Leadership Podcast, and this is going to be an episode that is all about volunteering. What an important aspect of ministry and especially church leadership. You know, I, I can think of hopping into church leadership, you get so excited about doing different aspects of ministry and putting your hands on different things. And then eventually throughout the journey, you learn actually, oh, my job as a leader is to equip others to do the work of the ministry. And that's where uh, volunteering comes into play. One promise for all of us is in the Psalm, Psalm 110, that says, people will volunteer freely in the day of God's power. And so that's the kind of ministry we want to have at All Peoples, the kind where everybody gets to play and can contribute and jump in. And I have with me none other than our pastor of volunteers, James Racine. Hey, good to be with you, Kendall. So good to be with you all. Thanks for listening. So even heard a y'all there, yeah. James. Wow, little little Texas is rubbing off on this Minnesota, Minnesota guy. Yeah, yeah, that's not Minnesota. So that's that's great. So we are here, and we're going to really dive into this topic of volunteering, uh, building volunteer teams, building a culture of volunteering, and how that really can contribute positively to the life of a volunteer individually and also to a church. Uh, uh, the amount of people that are going to work for a church or a ministry is going to be small, but it takes many hands to extend yes. the kingdom. And that leads us to volunteering. So today we're going to get into the nitty gritty, which is the administration of volunteers in a church. Wow, what a topic. (laughs) James, bring us into that. Yes, well, as you can imagine, uh, within a larger context such as ours, uh, scheduling and administrating our volunteer teams is no small undertaking. Uh, But thankfully, we have a team of volunteers uh, who help onboard, train, schedule. So your your volunteers are helping administrate volunteering. Believe it or not. Major key. (laughs) Major key. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes we're looking for that silver bullet. I'm guilty of it. You know, I'm like, if only I could pay somebody professionally to do this for me, uh, we'd be in a good place. But oftentimes we're, we're limited with what we have right in front of us and our budgets and, and, uh, and we underestimate the gifts of the Spirit. Let me tell you a little bit more about what I mean there. In 1 Corinthians 12, uh, Paul talks about the various gifts of the Spirit. And one of those that he lists is the gift of administration. And it is my conviction that while some of us excel in the gift of administration, we all have the ability to grow our administration and leadership, um, just as is with any of the gifts. And we should to every extent that we're able to. And so I've had to grow in the gift of administration over time. I remember as a youth pastor earlier in my ministry, I was disorganized, lazy. I had quite a reputation, you know, and unfortunately, I think a lot of youth pastors do. Uh, our, our youth pastor, Nick Taylor, you're a great administrator. I'm not talking about you. But, uh, but oftentimes, you know, people say, oh, he's just a youth pastor. Nobody knows where he is. They don't know his schedule, et cetera. And, um, but the Lord humbled me, brought me into a, job outside of the church to really teach me the importance of administration. I I worked a job where I had to uh, punch in a time clock and fill out a a reporting sheets and spreadsheets and I was making phone calls and I I was accountable uh, in a professional setting and that really grew my gift of administration which I thought for a long time wasn't my thing. Uh, and now that God has instilled that in me, I, I enjoy, I'm, I'm passionate about helping other people grow in their gift of administration. And so um, it has been a great uh, privilege to find people in our church that have that gift, that have honed that gift, and that actually come alive in using that gift. 
And so um, while it might be my greatest headache at times to schedule volunteers, it actually has been some of our administrators' greatest joys where they actually enjoy doing that type of thing and it brings them life. And so we're so thankful for those volunteers and um, I'm so glad that God gave me eyes to see those people and to invite them into what we're doing and to just have the simple ask, hey, would you do this for us? Uh, would you consider being a part of this team and serving in this way? And, uh, and those people have come alive even in that context. That's wonderful. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a chance to do this. Um, few years ago, I looked up the actual word administration in the Bible. Huh. It's such an interesting word. Uh, so I thought I'd share this with our, with our listeners. The Greek word is kybernesis. And what it means is someone who steers or guides a ship. Hmm. And so I think administration is so valuable because it keeps the church from shipwrecking itself. Whoa. And you and I have both been in those services, wow. you know, that have just become a shipwreck, yes. right? Or we potential. have all a potential. <laughs> it's always a potential because there's many icebergs in ministry yeah. and waves and yeah. storms and sea monsters. And yes. I mean, it's, you could extend the metaphor. Um, and administrators are what keeps the church on the straight and narrow, That's fulfilling right. its apostolic mission with yes. less drama and more focus. Yeah. And yes. if you are an administrative person and listening, listening to this, I just want to speak a blessing over you because your gift is so valuable and important. Yes. And uh, the ship doesn't get very far if it's not steered in the right way. That's right. And so, um, James, continue to bring us into on a ground level. Yeah. How do we do this at All Peoples? Yeah. Yeah, so at All People's Church, um, we do value volunteers, and we want them to feel valued. And one of the ways that people feel valued is actually in clear communication and clear expectations. And so um, job descriptions are vital for volunteers. Creating a job description of what they're signing up for is really key. And it's not only going to bless the volunteer, but it's actually going to really help you think through what you're asking that volunteer to do and what your expectations are for them. And when it's in writing, it's something easy to sit down with and go over with that volunteer, but it also serves as accountability. So as it comes time for evaluation from time to time, you can reference that document again and say, hey, remember when we talked about this and really want to encourage you to continue doing this, or you're doing a great job at this, but we want you to grow in this. So uh, job descriptions are key. Secondly, um, our scheduling has been an ongoing process for us to really uh, perfect that system. And so uh, we've gone through a few different softwares to figure out what's the best software to use. And, um, but it's important because the user experience really does matter. And if, if things are confusing, clunky, uh, it's going to deter people from volunteering. True. But if people receive clear communications from you, your team, they need to know when they're supposed to show up, where they're supposed to show up, uh, and what to do when they get there. Uh, that's going to really help uh, your volunteers serve for the long haul. So scheduling is really important. And then uh, one of the things that we do every week is a volunteer huddle. This is a time for me to, or whoever's leading that huddle, to instill vision into the volunteers, to give them a sense of why are we here, bring them back to the basics. And, and really envisioning them for that particular day of serving. And so it might be a special event and, hey, we want to reach the lost. It's one of our key outreach weekends. It's Easter. We've got a lot of guests here. We want to reach the lost. Or this last weekend, I was teaching on the importance of, of having eyes to see the kids in our church, that we're not just serving adults, but we're serving kids. Uh, because when we love kids well, we're going to love 
uh, families well. And so uh, that huddle is so important. Um, and then uh, real practically, one of the things I do with my leaders is this idea of evaluation. Evaluation is so key because it really helps our leaders to think critically about what they're doing, how they're doing it, and how they're going to improve it going forward. And so I don't actually give the feedback to my volunteers, leaders, but I actually ask them to come up with, I ask them to do three things, to target three things. Uh, what were three things that went well this weekend? What were three things that we can improve upon? And what are three actionable items, steps that we're going to take as a team? And, uh, and it's so great to see those leaders come up with their own observations and they own those things rather than me saying, hey, I want you to improve upon this. I want you to do this differently. Uh, it puts the ownership on them. And uh, my leaders have been doing a great job with that piece of evaluation. People want to do well. Yeah. They want to do their job with excellence. Um, yeah. It's a sacrifice. Yeah. And I think having a construct of people being able to grow in that role is so important. Yes. Way to go. That's Those are great principles. Let's close with this. Recently, we're in a meeting, and we're just trying to make serving, volunteering, just more clear in our church culture and also more sustainable. Because what you and I both know is we have those expert volunteers right. that get called for everything. Huh. And they and at your later, they're burnt out, right? Yeah. And so what are the S's of sustainable volunteering? Talk us through it. That's great. So, yeah, our four S's here at All People's Church are this. First, volunteers need to sign up. How do volunteers sign up? You need to be clear on that. Website, is it a paper application? It doesn't really matter how it is, but you gotta be consistent about it and make it clear for volunteers. How do they sign up? So the first step is sign up. For us, we can do that online, on our phone app, or by email. The second is, uh, their step is shadowing. So we don't ever just throw a volunteer into the midst and ask them to you know, figure it out. The, the one exception of that is I remember the very first service we had at All People's Church in San Diego, and we just <laughs> threw no a guy up on the drum set. No. <laughs> yeah. He was a pretty good drummer. Though. Oh, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, okay, sign up, shadow. Shadow. Yes. So we're going to partner a new volunteer with one of our key leads, somebody who's capable of showing them the ropes and just has some relational warmth, part of our relational DNA, who can really give them a warm introduction to the world of serving. Um, and then the third step is they're going to start serving. They're going to start serving as they're scheduled. They're going to work with our schedulers uh, to figure out what works for their schedule. And um, they're going to figure out, you know, uh, what's the rotation, what blackout dates are they not able to serve. Uh, and we're going to get them serving. Um, and then the fourth step is Sabbathing. Big one. So important for our volunteers. And we've unfortunately learned this the hard way. When we don't disciple our volunteers in the importance of healthy, sustainable rhythms, they do burn out. They'll, they'll get resentful or just exhausted or their families will get resentful. And, you know, pretty soon, you know, their spouse is saying, hey, you can't serve at church anymore, even if they want to. And so um, we require our volunteers now uh, to have a healthy rhythm of Sabbathing. And so uh, what is our default for our volunteers is it serving on an every other week basis. That's just what we ask people to do. It's actually really helpful for us as we schedule people uh, to figure out, you know, what can we count on them for? We just ask, hey, would you commit to serving every other week? That way, on an every other week basis, they're getting to attend our service with no expectations of serving. Uh, and they're getting to really enjoy just the fellowship and worship because 
you know how it is. A volunteer will come in, and even if uh, e- even if they're trying to attend a service, you know, uh, if it's their week to serve, they're going to get pulled in. They're going to get pulled into various responsibilities, and uh, their mind is always on the task at hand. And so we want people to come in on those weeks off with no expectation. They're not serving. They're just there to worship. Sign up, shadow, serve, and Sabbath. A great rotation of uh, principles and Hopefully, in this podcast, you're starting to get some of the practical, ground-level things. Administration is key when you're putting volunteer teams together because that's how everything flows in the right direction. And we're also wanting people to volunteer in a sustainable way and set them up for success so they can have a lifetime of service to God's kingdom rather than just burning out after a couple events. So that's a really big deal. Hey, thanks for listening. I hope you're learning and growing through this All People's Church Leadership Podcast.